Hello, my name is Katie Manning, and I love dirty whores. But don't we all? I cross the void beyond the mind. The empty space that circles time. I see where others stumble blind to seek a truth in the that I find. Eternal wisdom is my guide. I am the doctor. <laughs> Dirty Hooers. Cross-Atlantic nitpicking about Doctor Who. From four grown adults who should probably know better. From four grown adults who should probably be working. We're not afraid to say it like it is. All the word bollocks. www.dirtywhoers.com Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Hooers. If you like that kind of thing. Geronimo! Fantastic. L on C. Cock. With your hosts. Number one assistant, Terry Lightfoot. Oolong Sputters Sputnik. Resident Pixie, Fuchsia Begonia. Lord President, Sam. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are here this time around to review Dare the Daleks. It has been simply ages. Dare the Daleks, John Pertwee, Katie Manning, Nicholas Courtney, the whole unit crew in the heyday back in 1972. Paul Bernard directed a chap who also did uh, The Tomorrow People and Zed Cars and Time Monster and Frontier in Space. So we'll just quickly go through our rating system. Sen, if you would. First, we have our free BJ. This, of course, being in the style of a 70s prostitute or gigolo. Although I suppose for BJ, it doesn't matter if it's a prostitute or a gigolo at that price range. As long as it's not BJ in the bear, otherwise that's kind of specialist. Ooh. <sighs> Moving on. Although Greg Evigan at that point in time was quite ra- was rather lovely, actually. Uh, next, we have a $5 then a $10. And we've done this once already and had technical difficulties. And Sputters pointed out, I'm drinking a beer right now called Two Women. And he pointed out that that's somewhat overrated. So I'm going to assign the the $20 who are to the Two Women. Mind you, the experience being overrated, not the beer. The beer is excellent. And then lastly, of course, we have the $50 professional, excellent, I'd say Billy Piper, but not with those teeth. <laughs> She's got a big mouth, though. All the Irish accent is watching Penny Dreadful. Dear God. <laughs> oh, fucking Penny Dreadful. Oh, I don't even get me started. Oh, it is bad. It's, no, it's good apart from the Irish right. accent. I cannot understand a word that woman says. It, it's all right, but it's just... Anyway, we're not here to review that. Okay, so let's get some ratings. Terence, how much would you spend on uh, a 50s prostitute or gigolo? I think I would give this a $10 whore with free lingerie. Son. I will go with a 20 and I will buy her a free air compressor to ensure that the three-wheeler tires aren't flat when she makes her escape. <laughs> Worst escape ever. God. Um, I'd have to say 20. Probably okay. a flat 20, actually. 
Um, I'm going to go for a 20 as well. I do compare, as you know, episodes to the rest of the Doctor's tenure, and John Pertwee obviously is my favourite Doctor, but I'll give it a 20 because it's always good. It's a romper, and I really like the new edition. Okay, who'd like to start? I'm utterly lacking anything <laughs> other than a will for sleep this evening, I'm afraid. Well, how so about I start? Because I saw the old version, oh, okay. and then you can tell me what's different, other than hopefully the picture and sound quality. You just got a really old sort of video version of it, so it looked dodgy and sounded dodgy. It's a fun story. First, I hadn't remembered actually that it was the first time that the Daleks encounter the third Doctor because mm. part way through I turned to the prof and said hasn't Joe met the Daleks before and he went no because we'd watched all the third Doctor ones out of order because you know we're like that Yeah. so it, when they got to that scene at the end of the third episode where he's going on about oh no he is the Doctor he's just changed what he looks like he's like oh right well, that kind of answers that question then. I have no but idea what you just said but okay good I'm glad your question was answered <laughs> is that because you're drunk tired or I'm the microphone so fucking tired but it's a daft episode it's just my one thing with it is like just I would have loved to have seen the Daleks trying to get up that bank yeah. um, that would have been hilarious for many many reasons but it's a decent little story the, the whole sort of grandfather paradox thing going on there was that the first time the Blinovich limitation effect gets mentioned I, believe I was so. wondering about that I could be yeah yeah it could be yeah, I think so so there's lots of sort of nice things that become very important to canon start turning up in this there's obviously the gag about Benton not getting fed and <laughs> Just how crap unit really are. Yeah, we've searched the entire house apart from the basement. We've got no idea where they are. <laughs> We've searched everywhere except this really big room and the front room where three of them are standing with guns. We never bothered looking in there. Bless crap them. Unit. I love unit. But yeah, not the greatest story, it has to be said. But it's still fun. And, you know, apart from that god-awful escape sequence, oh, I was really rubbish. Oh, God. <laughs> That was really sad. <laughs> run slower. No, run really slowly. Yeah, it was so sad. Driving in circles. Why? <laughs> yeah, see, this is going to be the problem, I think, because we all quite liked it. So we always struggle when we quite like things and we haven't done anything for a while because we've got nothing really to bitch about. But <laughs> <laughs> We could make something up, I'm sure. I'm sure we probably could, actually. <laughs> I did like the fact the Doctor kept going back to get his cloak. I thought that showed great sartorial presence of mind, actually. He was very stylish in this. He always is. He always is. He was, he's the most stylish Doctor. And, you know, I thought this one suited the whole spiness of the Doctor, too. It being almost a um, United Nations kind of thing. Quite topical at the moment, actually, Bryn. Mm. You happy, Future? I'm happy, yes. I've got to be honest, I didn't bother doing the homework. But I did buy the Day of the Daleks DVD when it came out and have watched it a few times since. And I've seen the original as well. And my God, they did a much better job with the DVD release, the, the new special effects, etc. The Doctor's quite brutal in this. I mean, he shoots Ogrons and uh-huh. they disintegrate, and they properly disintegrate. Mm. And, you know, it's lovely to see the Ogrons every time. You say, oh, bless, it's Ogrons. <laughs> they used to be on Weetabix, you know. It's, it's always nice to see them when you go back through stuff, you know, before they got human beings with metal dicks coming out of their heads. Yeah. And, and it was it was all a lot easier for them. They used to hire slave races, basically. The mercenaries of the galaxy, the Ogrons, were stupid enough to work for the Daleks. As I recall, because as I say I've not done the homework it's quite a nice well-rounded story and the Doctor gets to do quite a lot of spy orientated stuff gets to karate chop a lot of people oh, yeah yeah <laughs> And I, if I remember right, the last time I watched it, and all oh, they mentioned Dalekanium, which I'd forgotten about. And yes, I think you're right about the Blurridge limitation effect. He certainly, I don't think he lays out all the particulars of it. No, he just mentions it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting <laughs> to see him kind of 
using a gun. Uh, yes. At the end of one of the episodes, he literally just... She, well, it doesn't appear to be doing much. It doesn't appear to be doing anyone any harm, this particular ogre, and he just blows it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like ambling it, very it's, slowly. It's almost a little jarring, to be honest. It's almost a bit, oh, that's... Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It, it's done that. We will let him off. <laughs> it was rather indiscriminate. Well, that was always the really stupid thing when, you know, you've got the tenth doctor going on about, no, so he never would, like, yeah, apart from all the times you have previously. Right. Like, <laughs> Cybermen, the face in the console room. Right. Yeah. There's a lot more Daleks in the special edition one as well, because I remember in the original because i recorded most of my doctor who's are recorded off uk gold many years ago onto vhs tape and now since then have been shamefully digitized before they released a lot of these things and uh i went back and watched that and there's only about two or three daleks in the whole battle scene and then suddenly in the special edition it's well worth actually getting the special edition something in me says don't do it because it's not it's almost not canon because it's not the original one but it is actually yeah, much better weird. it's a much better translation of it oh come on 70 special effects were just shit and this looked yeah and there's plenty i'd like them to redo. Oh, that- as yeah. well as this, but none of the others have been done as well as this. That little splatty sound when they disintegrate someone, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> just went splat. That's awesome. <laughs> I was just impressed that there was actually a laser coming out of the guns oh, and hitting I know. people. Wow. Okay, so send your go. Oh, sure. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I never liked this episode until today, and I'm not sure exactly what changed my mind. This what? has always been one of my least favorite Pertwee episodes episodes until for some reason I watched it today. I mean there's a few things you need to excuse. I can never give an episode of 50 that has a scene like that three-wheeler escape in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I realized that in several of the Pertwee episodes, they threw in an excuse for him to use a motorized toy. Mm. I get that. But that scene was one of the biggest piles of steaming shit in all the character right there. <laughs> Just that scene. It was such crap. And, and I wasn't aware that the Daleks were in league with the Green Lanterns. But the first time we see the city from the future, it was right out of a Green Lantern animated episode. I'm like, okay, the special edition was beautiful, except all of the shots of the city with the green air and the big logos on the front. I'm like, oh, well, that explains how they beat the Daleks then. They just get the shit kicked out of them by Jon Stewart. Good. You do know that the prof has a green lantern ring on his sonic screwdriver, don't you? Oh, wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a dweeb. All of the the close-up special effects, like the reworking of the time tunnel device and and the ray guns and everything, beautiful. So well done. Those city shots, they should have kept the originals. Yeah, because the original basically looked like a housing estate on the West End of Newcastle, which would be pretty grim for future as far as yeah, most right, of us exactly, are concerned. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I believe, and I was going back through in my head this morning, this was one of the first times we had, if not the first time, we had an episode based purely around time travel. And the entire episode was a big paradox. And I believe this was the first time we'd ever seen a temporal paradox on Doctor Who as well. Mm. Um, It is. The whole episode had a giant reset switch at the end because, I mean, none of it happened. But what Mm. was pleasantly, by the way, for other sci-fi writers, this is how you do a reset switch the right way because all of the major characters remembered everything that happens and moved on with their character development
development from here. And the ones we didn't give a shit about, you know, the controller who got killed anyway and a bunch of dumbass gorillas that don't know their head from their ass. Yeah. They all ceased <laughs> to exist and we didn't give a shit anyway. So this was actually a brilliantly done Paradox episode. Maybe that's why I liked it so much this time because I'm possibly even nerdier than I was the first time I saw it. It did seem to finish really quickly though, didn't it? They seemed to be getting it and all of a sudden it's like, da 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 bye. Yeah, done. <laughs> I know, that was so weird, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> was like, and... Oh, okay, we're done. And part of my, you know, unit are idiots. And I always had an issue with the doctor being a little dumb during the Pertwee era. You know, Pertwee's brilliant, but him not being able to pilot the TARDIS sometimes made him seem not quite time lordy to me. But damn, was he good in this. He was just brilliant. He had the whole thing figured out. He knew everything that was going on. It was awesome. Oh, well, I've always loved this, this episode actually and but this time for some reason i liked it a little less even though i did manage to catch a couple of the episodes with the enhanced special effects which i found online just by accident those were nice but uh special effects for me don't really make things any better or worse in general because i use my imagination that's very special <laughs> and your scary <laughs> voice I'm special. Amen. So I love it because there's a time paradox in it. I love those. And that's why I, I kind of enjoy Moffat a lot because he does that. The Daleks in this story are kind of crap, even though the idea of them is really good. I like it. That it's a dystopian future and things are crap and the Daleks own everything and everyone. That's pretty cool. It makes them sound really scary. When you see them, they're sort of useless. They're just yelling at people. They're looking in the monitor. They're sitting in a room looking at a monitor, yelling at a controller guy. Yeah, um, but they had to wait for, the, for humanity to wipe itself out before they <laughs> snuck in and took control of what was left. Yeah, they are crap, darling. True. So, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe they, they're total crap. Okay. Sure. It, for some reason, I, just before this, I was thinking about the story, and uh, I started thinking about the Terminator, and it's the same story you know it's they're sending some guy back in time to to change the history and they totally stole it come on i love the doctor in this he's so stylish it's really nice to see him enjoying good wine and cheese and not spitting it out like a 10 year old yeah Uh, it is it's like the sophisticated stylish adult doctor i just like the fact he decides to raid the guy's basement his cellar he's like (laughs) he keeps a very nice cellar i'm helping myself <laughs> right. He's like, awesome. Wine. Yeah. And his relationship with the Brig by this time seems to be oh, pretty yeah. well established. I yeah, like it. It's right. like the Brig does anything he wants, he asks him to. And then in return, the doctor just completely ignores him and shines him, steals his Jeep, I know. whatever. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it to see the Brig actually shooting something? Because he's in the back of that Jeep with a machine gun, yes. which I then noticed in the next shot had gone. Because presumably they didn't trust Pertwee with a machine going in the back. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. The Ogrons, uh, they're cute, stupid guys. Um, <laughs> cute? Uh, th- yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. They're, they're sort of comical. I don't know. I like them for that. I don't understand why the Daleks would use people like that unless Lesser they're afraid races, of isn't it? Yeah, unless they're racist. Unless they're, they're a- afraid of people who are more intelligent. Uh, I don't know if they have used worse. Pigmen, yes, they have. 
No, not yes. with Stone. Yeah. No, that, that episode never happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I never thought. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was all right, but for some reason my memory of it was better, and this time I watched it and I was like, well, not as good yeah. as I thought, and that ride on the tricycle oh. thing was really... <laughs> I did like right. the fact it made space tricycle noises. I know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You, you would think 200 years from now that they would have perfected the art of the electric star. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He like oh sticks the key God. in there and I'm like, oh really? Couldn't you just like act like there's a button there? The camera's not gonna pick it up. Come on. Oh god, no, we actually pulls a rip cord in the yeah. old version. That's it what it was. You had to a pull cord. It was like a yeah, you had to pull start. yeah. Oh. And you know what didn't start on the first pull. You know they had to reshoot that scene. <laughs> Nothing of it does. You never right. I know. <laughs> One thing I did enjoy about though was uh Joe's outfit as usual. She's yeah. just dressed in a really entertaining way. And, <laughs> when, and then, of course, they have to sit on the floor in the future. For some reason, there's no decent furniture. Isn't and that nice? everybody's I like on, this future. On furniture, you know. <laughs> I, I know. I know it has Daleks, but I think I could live with that future with mini skirts and go-go boots and no chair. Bright <laughs> red, roughly undies. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. I know. I thought they were very clever at not showing too much of her panties, actually. Oh, please. I mean, if they showed any more, it'd have to be, you know, rated R or something. I mean, come on. That's what she was there for, wasn't it? (laughs) Anti-flash. Something for the dance. And to make sandwiches for people, apparently. Yeah, she's so functional. Poor Joe. I did love the, oh, why don't you put some of your escapology skills to use? Oh, the knots are too tight. I know. I know. What you can do. (laughs) What is the point of you anyway? Oh, that scene on the floor. That's the point. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Don't tell me she's useless. That was wonderful. Okay, so guys, let's uh, let's round this one up, I suppose. Does anyone have any quotes? I went and I'd look for quotes. There's a remarkable shortage of them. I loved that whole scene, and you know that not a word of it was scripted, where Pertwee went on and on about the wine. Ah, <laughs> right. He looked the biggest git while he was doing that, and yet I wouldn't make fun of him if I saw him do it in person, and yet he looked like a moron. Um <laughs> You know that it was totally unscripted, and he just went off. And I could just picture, you know, the director sitting back there going, "Thank you, Scotty. We'll keep it all in. I promise." Yes. <laughs> like yeah. Well, that point in time, they would do, they wouldn't they? Because he didn't swear in it, so there was no way they were going to refilm it. Oh, I know. It was uh, it was great though, and it was just classic third doctor. There's a really nice bit where he's they're trying to get the TARDIS to work at the beginning of the first episode, and Joe's going on about yeah, well, you know the TARDIS working again, and he turns around and says, "I don't want it to work for them. I want it to work for me. No one's going to turn me into an interplanetary puppet." Yes. <laughs> yeah, that so, was good. It's a nice thought. Um, I, I have. It's been so long since I've, since I've watched it. I'm sorry, I haven't got any quotes. I'm shit. I didn't do the homework, and uh, fucking see me. <laughs> I have a quote. Uh, try and use your intelligence, man, even if you're a politician. <laughs> yes. That's wonderful. I love it. Some things never change. Quite so. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, a little subdued to this one. We've not been drinking enough. And I'm fucking destroyed. I'm going to go to bed. So, if you have any comments, anything to add, on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, all the usual places. Goodbye. Ta-ta. You've been listening to 
the Dirty Hooers Doctor Who podcast. Follow us on iTunes or at DirtyHooers.com. Find us on Twitter at Dirty Hooers. See you next time. It was. Oh my god, it was um, the deadest podcast we've ever had. Sputters keeps going on about, you know, when he was coming over here all the time on business trips, he's like, oh, uh-huh. go to Sen's house and, and we should do a podcast with him and I both mm-hmm. in the same room. I'm like, yes, we'd fucking beat each other. I just reached no. out and I bitch slap him. <laughs>